Good evening, professional wrestling fans, and welcome to this, your latest installment of The Midweek War. I'm your uh, pal in the mainstream media, and thank you for joining us for the debut of, not just, this is, this is not the debut of The Midweek War featuring TNA Impact Wrestling, but tonight is the debut, The Midweek War podcast debut of The TNA Big Board. Oh. Technology, at last, the great, the finest advancement in wrestler movement technology ever brought to podcasts. We'll get to that in a minute. First, let's uh, meet my compatriots here. First, uh, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Peyton. Eamon, how are you? Tonight? Hello, good sir. How are and you? from I'm fine and dandy. <laughs> and from the WrestlingRevolution.com, here's Antonio Garza. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm the one who likes Impact. The one who likes Impact. Mm. Mm, yes. Well, we'll talk more about the, the big board behind me. As you can see, there are numerous categories. I hope you can see it through your pixelated uh, video feed. But we have, a, we have a basically we have a column for TNA Wrestling with all the guys. And we have a column for, like, question mark, like, why are those guys on TNA's website on their roster? And we have out for guys who have left Impact. And we have a column for Global Force, guys who have gone to Global Force, since it might also be a TNA. And we have a column for Hit by a Train. Um, but Mickey <laughs> James was hit by a train, but you are not hit by a train anymore. I think... Wait, where, where's Mickey going? I believe she's back in. Yeah, she's back in the roster. She's in. So you go back in, Mickey James. Okay, and we got to have... Um, and Bully Ray arrived oh, tonight. He's back. Bully's back, so... So Bully gets... This is getting crowded. Wait, we got to find room for Bully. Okay. Come on, TNA roster. Don't let me down. Anyway, we will use this board to track the hemorrhaging of talent from uh, TNA. It'll be lots of fun. Anyway, here's what we normally do. Oh, boy. <laughs> we give you a word. We give you a good. We give you a bad. We give you a change. We give you a big board. It's lots of fun. Anyway, uh, Eamon, let's get this thing rolling. Give me one word for TNA Impact this week. Terrible. Okay. Garza? <laughs> Blame it out there. Uh, fantastic. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's going to be that kind of show. Oh, <laughs> we hate each other. All right. Um, Garza, since you're the one with a little positivity, um, tell us something good for uh, this week's impact. Okay. I'm just going to I'm just gonna put it out there. I like that Bully Ray is the new manager. Here's why. Here's why. Think of all the people recognizable in TNA that could have been brought back to be the managers. And then from all those people, remove all the ones that suck at talking. And you're not left with many. Then from those two, remove Mike Tanay, and you have Holy Ray. He's good. He can be really good at this job. He can be good. He, he's a good talker. We all know that during his Aces and Eights uh, run, like, while TNA was crap, Bully Ray was really good at talking. So, and, like, for instance, he has beef with some of the guys, like Storm. He has beef with EC3. Like, so there's storylines. He has beef with Dixie Carter. Well, no, no. We, we already saw that fix at first uh, segment, so it's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, they put it through a table and all that, you know, and it's just fixed now. Well, Bully Ray's been a good talker since he was in tie-dye, but... Uh... So hey, Bully Ray to... has put his little brother on a table, and he keeps coming back to help him. So, 
Yeah, I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying Bully Ray's motivations are like like any have always been great. Like they've they've not. But yeah. Um Eamon, what's your what should we <laughs> I'm no, afraid to move it. on from it. this point. I got what's your good, good thing? I got a good. It's uh, uh my good goes to Rockstar Spud, because uh, I can tell he's trying. And I can tell he's trying so much more than, than others. Um, yeah, Rockstar Spread's pretty great. I agree. <laughs> I thought it was exciting that Spud got a title match, and they're like, yeah, you get a title match, Spud. And then the title they start doing the introductions, they're like, oh, he didn't mention to Spud that everyone else was getting a title shot, too, at the exact same time. <laughs> kind of duped, yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, um... Can you give me, like, one bad thing for uh, TNA this week? I can, because it's kind of general. Uh, the wrestling. The wrestling was very bad this week. Sorry. The main event between Car- Ethan Carter and, and Drew Galloway is pretty good. Uh, however, two things really stuck out for me as being really bad. One was the X Division title match, which I don't think had any... The crowd did not give any, any shit. Uh, it also ended with Tigre Uno doing a spinning, like, flip thing... Onto Grado's like leg, and that was an all-time and piss. then and then pinning him, and Grado had to sell like he was knocked out. Like what is happening? And then the bigger one was the uh, the fact that we have a new Knockouts champion in Brooke. Uh, that wasn't a who, badly... who won the match. Who no? Who won the match by a botched facebuster? I thought that was her move. Was the botched face buster? I thought that was her finish. It looked like crap. It looked like absolute crap. Garza, Garza, assess Brooks' finisher. No, it was a botch. It was a botch. It was a straight up botch. Let's be honest. It's not the first time we've seen a botch. No, I I I, I don't. It didn't stand out to me for some reason. I think I was just so shocked that Brooke won. I was like, what is happening? this was Brooke ending the longest reigning knockouts champion ever. Yeah, she like took Gil Kim's win. Yeah. And Gil Kim helped. Kitchen Gil Nightmare. Kim, she showed up. And Gil Kim came out to zero reaction. Like, she got an Eric Rowan pop for her return. Um, well, no, there was a lot of zero reactions. Uh, reactions. And the impact zone was a little quiet. Yeah. It's they were just like, oh, she's here. Cool. Oh, she's well, like got a new. Outfit. They, they weren't ready. They weren't primed for it. They didn't. They only teased it for a week, right? Yeah. I you mean, gotta come like. On. Come on. Come you gotta on. like. She hacked the dollhouse segment, which was fun. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. Gail Kim's gonna come back in like three or four weeks. Oh no, she's coming back in the next segment. And you're right. That I mean the the title change was. Ill-advised. Wasn't necessary. As much as we all like Brooke. Ah, why'd so, you do so that? Now, so now Gail, now Gail and Taryn are going to have their feud, and what is Brooke going to do? Well, I think the more important thing is, is that what more does what more reason does Gail Kim have to go after Taryn Terrell? She, she cost her after the title. Her What's left to do? There's nothing left to do. I don't know. That yeah. was a that was a bad decision. Maybe Brooke will get to defend the belt against transphobic Velvet Sky, but maybe we'll get into that later. Stone Cold uh, Sky? But yeah. That was my bad for this week because the wrestling was pretty bad. Well, I'm glad you at least gave a 
Drew and EC3 a pat on the back. I thought that was a nice match. Um, Garza, what do you got for your bad thing? My bad for this uh, week is... I'm glad you didn't take them all up for you. That you, that you <laughs> no, no. Like, I, oh, I, you I, said them all. Like, you know. Go on, but sorry. This is, it's kind of picky, though. <laughs> no, uh, my, my bad is that TNA completely failed to check that Hernandez had a, yeah. a contract with Lucha on the ground. And now all the segments of the BBC, at least, I don't know for many, how many weeks, have to be taken out because fucking Hernandez fucked it up. So uh, are you telling me that Hernandez is technically not part of the TNA roster? Actually, no. Uh, I think TNA already fired him. Yep, so you can move that. that, that. Should I move him to question mark? Uh, move him to hit by train. <laughs> he was really hit by a train. That's good because I needed room for bullet ready to move that anyways. Okay, good yeah. deal. Yeah, and what, like, what the hell? Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's bad. That's bad for Hernandez for not saying it. That's bad for TNA for not checking. But the ones who are really hurt here are MVP, are Loki, are you know, Kenny King, and whoever they're feuding against. Because uh, I don't know who they're going to feud against now. But uh, it kind of sucks that you can't really show any of that anymore because fucking Hernandez. So, so do they get to show it, like, after Lucha Underground is done with its season? Will we get, like, all the Hernandez segments all at once? Will we well, get an all-Hernandez special? It'll be the episode of Impact. It depends if uh, Lucha Underground releases Hernandez or not from the contract. Yeah, I think they will after... I, I have a feeling they will after Ultimate Lucha. Yeah. I I'm mean, sure everyone's going to get sprung loose at some point here. I mean, I think they get, like, an off-season. But, uh... I'm not really sure they're allowed to like sign contracts with someone else. So uh, I, I don't know what Luke is going to do. Because maybe they have plans for him in the, in, for season two. But uh, yeah, that's my bad. Like TNA fucked up and Hernandez fucked them up. That's too bad. Um, how about something you would change about Impact this week? Uh, my change, I changed the backs to uh, one half of Amen's back, uh, which is the thing we were talking about. Brooke didn't need to win the title. I would have made that a, a non-title match and have Brooke uh, get a clean pin on, on the champion, and that's good enough for, for this feud. But uh, it, it does seem weird that they took the title off of Terran because we now have... I mean, we know that that's going to be Kim versus, versus Terran for a while, but uh, like I imagine it's going to have to be like Awesome Kong versus Brooke. Well, I don't know. To be completely honest, yeah. So I, I just would have made that match a non-title match. I, I just, it, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, for all the I, I mean, for all the nasty things Amy saying about Velvet Sky, she's on a trajectory too. And and Gail was was coming back. That you had two people that you could kind of both direct both of those people at at Terran, and then just kind of like take your pick. And now yeah. you've uh, like thrown all that out, and you're back to square one. So I, I, I suspect that uh, they made the title change because Taryn's contract was coming to an end, and she had. Did we have to move her? We move her? No, 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 not yet, not yet. But uh, I, I think that's the reason they changed it. So I, I can totally see them changing it back to yeah. the next set of tapings. Ava, what do you got for a change? Uh, my change is simple: find someone else. Other than Bully Ray, it makes no sense. Even Josh admitted that it made no sense. Yeah, this makes no sense. 
Also, if if this was like a sub, like Dixie, basically how they're trying to explain it is that Dixie, when she got powerbombed through the table and saw the fans cheering or whatever, she had a reaction of like, maybe I maybe I did all this wrong. Hey, here's the problem. That happened a long time ago. She she did say he was doing the rehab. Not exactly at the oh point where she hit the But table. she still made appearances on like TV, I'm pretty sure. Like, no. It was still, she just like, made the last weeks. Was it? Like, but she still... I don't know. It's that weird thing where it's like she's still very vocal on social media to where yeah. I don't... You know what I mean? Like She's, she's just, never really gone. Yeah. She's been behind Ethan Carter this whole this whole road on social media, and now she's like, "Yeah, I know you won the title, but I'm gonna do something like fuck you over." Is that is that okay? Like, doesn't make any goddamn I, sense. I don't think your problems are with Bully Ray. I think your problems are with Dixie and what Dixie is doing. Hey, do you think it's okay. weird that like every uh, every major promo on Impact has to start with a story about a phone call now? Like, you had, like, Jared had to talk about his phone call and Bully Ray. Like, I feel like I wanted to start the show and be like, you know what, I was sitting here and my phone rang and I looked at the caller ID and it said Dixie Carter. And uh, I didn't answer it, so now I'm doing the midweek war. See how that works? Everything's fine. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I shared it on the uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page, but the graphic for this week's, uh, like, advertising graphic for this week's TNA was such a fitting title for the show. It just said, Champions Defend and Someone New is in Charge. <laughs> Here's the other thing that bothered me about Bully Ray is um and, and TNA does this a lot and maybe they're just kinda like trying to like help him around, but they're always boasting about having the best wrestling roster on the in the world, on the planet, mm-hmm. in the universe. I'm like, dude, no one thinks that's true. It doesn't mean you have bad wrestlers, but no one believes you. It just don't don't say that. Say, come up with something else, some hungrier, you know, the the the, the hardest working. I don't know the most. Yeah, just say you're working least, hard or whatever. I don't know. Come up with something, but don't don't say <laughs> you're on the same. You're you're living on the same rock as New Japan Professional Wrestling. So if you try saying that shit, it ain't gonna fly. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's just bottom line. You can't get away with that. No way. Uh, also, uh, side note from another thing happening. T. Ray Uno is going to call out Donald Trump. That's going to be awesome. Oh, I never fuck. thought. <laughs> oh, so, fuck. On the list of most unlikely things I thought I'd ever see in professional wrestling, that is so far down. That's like, when the one I, thing I want. That, that's really what I want to do to get behind the X Division champion is to have him cut a promo on a fucking celebrity billionaire over his issues with race. Like, I hope they do it like Lucha Underground and integrate and just speak Spanish and they subtitle the whole thing and just oh. go roll like that. I, I, I just want to say, when I, the first time I saw T-Ray Uno at an IWC wrestling show in Elizabeth, Pennsylvania, the first thing that went into my mind was not, someday this man's going to call out Donald Trump on national television. <laughs> so I, I strange. I don't get it. Uh, 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 or go ahead, Tony. No, I was just gonna say that I'm surprised that your deal of the week wasn't that Ken Anderson is contemplating retirement. <laughs> that is pretty great. <laughs> that is pretty great. Because uh, Ken Anderson, uh, going back to Ken Anderson, uh, Kurt Angle announced that uh, he had a tumor in his neck and that he wasn't gonna be wrestling, but he was gonna be coming back from having a tumor in his neck. Uh, and then Eric Young appeared, and I realized like TNA. Produces like the same kind of wrestler, like 
Eric Young is the same wrestler as Ken Anderson. He's the same wrestler as James Storm, who's the same wrestler as Gunner, who's the same wrestler as Bram. Who's like it's so it's like a weird amalgamation of like semi southern like 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 full of like tattoos and just like like you know really terrible. Just really terrible. Uh, well, they're they're more. Uh, I think they're more human than cartoon characters. So. Yeah, like it's, but it's like the worst kind of human, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I've seen worse humans in professional wrestling than what they're bringing. I mean, and honestly, I mean, Bram's like kind of one of the things they're doing right. I mean, granted, they do resign him to a new contract every couple weeks, but yeah. they're committed to him and they're sticking with him, and that's really something that. TNA doesn't really do a lot. You know, they don't pick something and stick with it. Like, I don't know, stick with the hottest thing that you have in your women's division. Don't just have her drop the title for no freaking reason, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. Get something and stick with it. So at least with Bram, they stick with it. Um, the number one contender's Battle Royal at the beginning of the show. Was this the worst Battle Royal you've ever seen? No. It was... Down there for me. I mean, I'm not sure why it did like nothing for me. For, for every bad TNA battle royal that I've seen, there's like ten or fifteen demon battle royals that are worse. Are oh, worse. Male, male <laughs> battle royals. <laughs> I think those are like somewhat interesting sometimes because you get like funny, like stupid things that happen. But like, <laughs> no, this was pretty bad. Uh, and and also in the main event. Uh, Eli Drake turned on Drew Galloway because something. That was good. No, that was good. I don't know. I'm just not invested in, in the well, Rising. I, they did disband the Rising, so Eli Drake has no choice. He can't yeah. side with Drew Galloway because the Rising has been forced to disband. He must turn on him. Those were the stipulations, Eamon. And, and this pretty much confirms that the BDC versus Rising or Drew Galloway is over. So thumbs up. Thumbs up for Eli Drake turning on. <laughs> I was shocked by how tall Drew Galloway looked next to EC3, and I never thought of like EC3 is like slightly undersized, but he looked slightly undersized next to Drew Galloway. Yeah. He looks like a monster next to EC3. And I was telling Mad Mike last week, when, or maybe it was a couple weeks ago, when we were trying to contemplate like who should be put on path to challenge EC3, and Drew Galloway was my guy, and this was way too soon. It was still a good match, but I wanted to see, like, them kept apart, and I wanted to see, like, a real build with Drew as, like, a real credible, like, big match challenger for EC3, because I think he's one of the few guys that they could have done that with. Yeah, and I, 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 I like Drew Galloway's wrestling. Like, I, his stuff on the indies especially has been really great. Um... I, I so I think he's a very capable competitor and wrestler. Um, I don't know. I just I he's probably the best wrestler. Like besides EC3, obviously, he's one of the more capable wrestlers I think TNA has. Um, in my opinion, because I really don't love TNA's wrestling. Um, but yeah, I I, I think he has p tons of potential. Uh, I, I I'm not really into a rising breakup feud because it's like you guys were barely ever together. <laughs> like you were there you were together for what, like two months? Where's Micah? Where's Micah in all this? Will he be the special referee? I can I can get behind Micah as a special referee. 
Mikey can go back to NXT as far as I'm concerned. He was an NXT superstar, perhaps you recall. Back <laughs> in the day. Um, so the... Did I cut you off, Garza? No, no, no. So they re-aired a clipped version of Magnus versus James Storm from Slammiversary, and I think they took out all the good parts of it. Yeah, I actually... Uh, that, that's the thing they had to replace the BDC segment with. Is that how they did it? I think oh, so, very yeah. nasty. But I think they did a good job at... Uh, I mean, it wasn't about showing the match. It was about building up next week's match. So they I, did. I give him props for like giving us all the all the relevant stuff from last week's and building up to to the next match. I just feel like it's too bad that they didn't show the the big Magnus elbow oh, off yeah. the uh, top rope and through the table. That was just like such a <laughs> that deserved to be shown a couple more times. If you're gonna do that, yeah. you should be. Uh, not on there. You know, it was funny. Um, also, in that segment later on, when uh, James Storm was doing his little talkie segment, James Storm apparently just sticks with the standard Verizon ringtone on his phone, which I thought <laughs> was really odd. Like, he should have had like a creepy ringtone. Why do you? Why does your phone just like sound like every Verizon phone I've ever heard in my life? Come on, is there something creepier than Verizon? <laughs> oh yeah, maybe not. maybe AT and T, but maybe. <laughs> Maybe James Storm should just drop the whistle thing from his thing, and his entrance theme should just be a Verizon ringtone going off <laughs> over and over again. I I think that would generate some real heat. So people or everyone in the crowd would just start reaching for their phones like that, you know. Whenever you hear your ringtone going uh, off, you know how that goes. Gotcha. Oh, is that mine? <laughs> That's stupid. Uh, is there anything else we need to mention here? I think we've covered all the uh, all the high points of impact here, Raymond. I think we got everything. Yeah. You... yeah. I thought the production was a little bit off this week, but I'm not going to kill them for it because apparently they're getting a new production uh, company to help them with their uh, with their television production. I kind of saw that nugget um, the other day. I don't know if that's part of the cost control for the inevitable departure from Destination America. Shh, it's not happening. Not really. It's not happening. I will but, say, um, really, I was one quick side note. I really loved when Gail Kim made her return and the lights went out and Josh Matthews went, "Are our mics still on?" <laughs> oh yeah. Did Dixie not pay the the electric bill either? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Magnus and Storm, they're still fighting the backstage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should also, um, I'd be remiss before we run out of here if we don't um mention that uh, you mentioned Kurt Angle's uh, surgery they had to remove his uh, benign tumor in his neck but he had like a complication the other day yeah. um, and yeah. he was making the rounds here in Pittsburgh and online that he had a little uh, he had to get rushed to the hospital and have an emergency surgery but apparently um, they caught it in time and he's going to be super duper he was tweeting to anybody who would listen earlier today um, and thanking everyone for their well wishes so we will chime in and say get well Kurt always get well Kurt always keep getting well and um Let's um, tell everybody where we rank TNA Impact this week on the Midweek War. Uh, Garza, you go first. Uh, I'm ranking Impact Wrestling in the number three. I I particularly like Impact. Like I know the wrestling's better, but uh, I, I enjoyed this episode of Impact. I felt that uh, most of the storylines either advanced or some of them uh, are, are kind of new, so it was so good. Amen. Bottom. Bottom. <laughs> is it number five? It is number. It's number six. No. Oh, uh, no. 
No, I, I, I'm not trying to be too negative, but yeah, this was definitely the worst of the four. Uh, uh, like I said, the wrestling was really bad, in my opinion, for the most part. Uh, and yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, when, when, when you come out of the show more interested in the bad decision-making than you were in the actual wrestling, that's too bad. And as much as I appreciated them trying to do EC3 and Drew... It can't take away. This wasn't any good. This was a number four show this week. I'm sorry, Impact, but hey, I gave you number one back-to-back weeks. Haven't I done enough for you? <laughs> I think I've done enough for you. Yeah, I think we've... like any other show, Impact has some good shows and bad stuff and bad shows. So. Yeah. I just wish it felt like it had momentum again. There was a point like months ago <laughs> um where it felt like there was some real momentum behind it, but now it just feels like they're just kind of like trying to plug holes and just kind of make things work, and it's all scotch tape and duct tape and anything else. It's kind of rough sometimes to watch. Case yeah. in point, your um, your uh, conspicuous slam anniversary edited this, down match. Yeah, this this was the tapings during that week uh, of hell that they had uh, between the Hipworks anniversary. So I, I can see how a lot of fans are going to be like really botchy and, and change in post-production. Yeah. yeah. Uh, boys, where can um, folks find you on the internet? Amen. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Amen 2 please. You can also find uh, the company I work for, which is Inspire Pro Wrestling at InspireProWrestling.com and on Twitter at InspireProRes. Garza? You can find me at DW Revolution at Twitter. You can find me at DWrestlingRevolution.com. Uh, you can also join me as a patron of the Wrestling Making Show. And while you're at it, you can go check out Panel Riot. Yeah. I couldn't recommend that more. Um, and really, for all your uh, Midweek War podcasting needs, we do four of these every week. So no matter which Midweek Wrestling Show you're into, we've got something to say about something you're watching. So just go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com and you will quickly and easily be able to find how you can get our podcast into your ear holes in the uh, simplest manner possible. So we thank you very much, and we thank you too, the Tex-Mex Express, for rolling with me uh, this week, and we thank all of you for watching the Midweek War. Midweek.